0: Welcome to the Down to Mars podcast. We are already back, as promised.
1: Like we never left.
0: Like second day in a row, we're back for episode 11.
1: We're doing this thing. More than 10 episodes. How yeah, about that? I,
0: I didn't even realize that our last episode was episode 10. But yeah, today's episode 11.
1: If you hear some, some cling clinging over here, that's champagne. We're toasting up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, I will be leading the gut check segment this episode um I'm really excited about it, and let me get, let me give some backstory here so I've been for it's Halloween season, which means it's American horror story season, and I've been watching it, and a lot of what's going on this season has to do with witches and I've been like fantasizing that in some alternate universe, I was a witch and so. The gut check segment questions that I'm going to ask you are going to be like, would you rather questions? So like this or that in the form of like curses, like which oh, goodness, which kind of curse would you rather deal with? OK, so right. I'm going to ask you this yeah. or that. You're going to tell me which one you would rather uh, suffer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> are you ready?
1: I'm ready. OK.
0: Chronic laughter or chronic hiccups?
1: chronic laughter for sure
0: would you rather be cursed to only tell the truth or to sing everything you say
1: i i would rather tell the truth it's not dissimilar from who i already am
0: <laughs> um a curse <laughs> curse that your nails never stop growing or that your eyelashes never stop growing oh
1: my god uh 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 f- 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 eyelashes
0: <laughs> okay would you rather be cursed to have a monkey's tail or an orangutan's arms
1: A monkey's tail.
0: A curse that makes everyone sound like they're yelling or whispering. Whispering. Um, Reliving the same day over and over or never being able to remember yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Never
1: being able to remember yesterday. I prefer memento to Groundhog's Day.
0: Okay. Um, A curse that doubles your height or cuts your height in half.
1: (laughs) uh doubles my height <laughs> okay
0: would you rather be cursed to have insomnia or your worst nightmare every night insomnia one hour of a tickle curse or two hours cursed to float upside down
1: two hours upside down it will hold hold to some out <laughs> is this all the episodes going to be today <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gut check questions here. One more. One I feel like more. I'm one Mike Tyson. I feel like I'm fighting Mike Tyson. One what more this?
0: question. Okay. Would you rather lose your sense of taste or your sense of touch? Uh, touch.
1: Okay. Touch for sure. That
0: was. It was only ten questions.
1: It was. I just. It, my 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 ribs are bruised up from all that gut <laughs> checking.
0: <laughs> that was fun though.
1: No, it was. It was. There was some that interesting. was fun. It was. It was a lot of like like so, n- no clear good options like the fingernails or eyelashes like that's a fucked up situation
0: i thought that the double or half your height question was funny because half your you're like six feet tall right mm-hmm. so half your height is three feet tall <laughs> but double is 12 feet yeah. like
1: yeah. That's ridiculous. it's ridiculous for sure i was wondering <laughs> when you said it like if i was going to be like if i if i chose to be double my height if that came like just like I was proportionately double, or if I was dealing with some kind of, like...
0: Mr. Fantastic, like, you're just, like, stretched.
1: No, well, so, I guess, because, you know, people, like, super, super tall people, they tend to, like look giant in other areas of their body, like their heads are really huge. No, dude, and... Like, 12 feet like look at Yao actual... Ming. Okay, but he's what 12. he he's how not tall 12 is he? He's, he's like not... seven feet tall or something? Uh he's he's like seven six.
0: So and he look he's comical. Like he's comically tall. So imagine twelve <laughs> feet. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's
1: different you're for like, sure.
0: You're like um not even Hagrid is that tall in the move in the movie. In the book he he's <laughs> supposed to be like an actual giant but anyway, i imagine that for filming purposes that would have been tricky <laughs> for sure um okay so that was the Although, gut check segment not, but anyway yeah but like over the course of that many movies to have like an actual giant like yeah interacting with them
1: but hagrid's not in like every scene like anyway we're, yeah we, okay, we're okay. not gonna get into the dynamics yeah. of harry potter filmmaking
0: because i could have a whole, a whole episode <laughs> okay so i'm really excited about I was gonna say this week's episode, but um there's like three three this week's episodes, so today's episode, um, the second episode for the week that we're doing. Um, we're going to be talking about relationships with artificial intelligence.
1: Um I'm hype about this. I'm I'm really
0: excited about this and I'm gonna tell you why. Artificial intelligence as just as a subject fascinates me and not just because like oh you think like robots and you know all the the like the super terminator i robots and that kind of stuff but um this concept of developing ai to be like emotionally intelligent is just mind blowing to me because as a person that's like really interested in human psychology you know ha- being able to develop that kind of technology means having to break down what it even means to live and think and act and feel and reason and love like a human to like be a human, you have to like break that down so that you can recreate it in another yeah like artificial being which which is is just fascinating mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um so today we're going to be talking about relationships between humans and artificial intelligence um so I found something while I was researching for the episode. Um, I don't know if you know about it. Um, You might because I know you're into this kind of thing. So it might have popped up in one of the like blogs or websites (laughs) that you um, read. But basically, there's this Japanese company that's called VinClue. And they've created um, something called Gatebox. It's kind of like a competitor with the Amazon Echo thing that has Alexa. So they have this like AI character that's called Azuma Hikari except it's like way more than Alexa, right? So I'm going to show you a picture and I, I'm going to put this in the show notes so that you can see. But it's like this little thing that has this little like anime looking character right. that right that is in it. That's kind of like a hologram. Mm-hmm. But she's like super developed so she'll like text you throughout your day to say like how's your day going no way yeah she'll say like come home i miss you like stuff like that um she'll no she's way. super conversational so you know your morning weather reports will be like hey don't forget to bring an umbrella today like it might rain you know like so it feels like you have this like person
1: <laughs> a friend
0: yeah like a friend exactly so they say from what i was reading there seems to be different takes on it because from what I was reading, it seems like she's made to be friendly and not like sexual. And I know that that's that's going to be in a lot of people's heads, but she's made to be friendly, but she can be kind of flirty and suggestive. Like if you had yeah, a friend or a wife or whatever at home, that's like, hey, come is it I like a you.
1: setting that you tweak and I, toggle? I, so
0: I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that into it. Um, But yeah, I thought that was really interesting because it, of course, reminds me of her for sure um which we're gonna talk about a little bit but yeah she you should um, preface
1: that and explain what that is oh or her i'm sorry because because
0: that's such a weird word for the title of a movie so the movie her is a film i don't you could tell me who the film is by it's, I know it's, that
1: it's a it's a film directed by spike jones
0: okay and it stars joaquin phoenix phoenix is that how you say his first name joaquin, joaquin phoenix Joaquin Phoenix, who's amazing by the way He's i love amazing. him um the movie i oh my god so i've seen this movie a couple of times it's a really 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 beautiful movie about this relationship between joaquin joaquin's character and this like ai technology
1: is his name in the movie theodore, is it? Twombly. theodore
0: yeah theodore Twombly. <laughs> i never i forgot that was his last name so theodore basically purchases this little ai like assistant like home assistant um named samantha um but over time she starts to develop more and more you know emotional intelligence and and basically long story short because it's it's like a emotionally complex movie but over time they start to develop a more loving relationship and then they basically have like what you would consider like a traditional relationship relationship. They're like dating, you know, Mm -hmm. like he even takes her out on like a double date via like a little device that he uses to be able to communicate with her, but same thing. So she'll like message him throughout the day. She helps him sort through his emails, you know? And so this technology that I read about, Blew my mind because of, and of for course sure. it's in Japan, like right. where else? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I'm gonna drop that in the show notes for other people to look into it because I thought and it's it's super cute. She it almost looks like this little like coffee maker sized thing mm-hmm. that you can put like on your table. So even when you're like watching TV, she can like sit on her couch.
1: Does it have like a camera so that she can see? I think so, I think it has a camera and a
0: microphone, and that's how you interact wow. with her. And I think if I'm not mistaken that she she can project things onto your, like, wall and stuff. Oh, no stuff. way. Yeah.
1: I wonder if she can respond to, like, gestures. Like, if she says something offensive and you give her the finger, like... Or if
0: you, like, shake or nod your head. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely going to look more into it. But I, I found it, like, right before we started recording. And I was like, oh, my God. This is... Crazy. So, so, so the technology is there. It's developing. It's happening. This technology that I'm referring to right now is only available, like, in Japanese... But they're working on other languages, and I'm sure that English is a language that they are working on, so that they can like put it on the, on and, the
1: market. And I mean, there there's got to be some measure of because artificial intelligence technology is getting increasingly better, but it like there's just no way that it that uncanny valley like there has to be a, a moment of some kind where you realize like oh this is a robot.
0: I mean, I'm sure for this right. But I guess – and what we will talk about is, like, trying to imagine what it will be like in the future. Because, yeah, I'm sure that using this little gate box thing, like, there are limitations. Like, if you ask her the same question five times – she might give you a different answer like three times, but then she might repeat her. you know what I'm saying like right. with Siri, like when you talk to Siri a couple of times you might get like variations of an answer, but sometimes you'll hear her say something that you've heard her say before, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um so I'm sure that that's there, but i i I mean I did think it was fascinating the way that she's like mimicking these like human interactions, like checking in with someone during their day or the conversational language and and that kind of stuff, and being able to intuitively like respond to whatever you are saying to her Mm -hmm. um so what i wanted to do was i'm gonna to, to try to simplify this because this is like a really wide like topic like relationships with ai so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna break down different categories of relationships and we can like kind of unpack each one so we'll start with romantic relationships because i figured we'd just tackle what seems like the most I feel like when you say relationships, that's what people think of. Right. Like for sure. Are we talking sex spots? Are we talking like like actually? Sex spots is like a thing that's, yeah, like that's bound that's... to happen. Or is?
1: I mean, to to a degree, it happens now, but I don't think it like happens happens now. Like right. It be so. I, I suppose what I mean by that to to make sure that I'm clear. It is not a replacement for being like it's not an authentic and legitimate replacement for being with another person it's a it's like some kind of settlement that people who would who are socially awkward or would rather not spend the money like that that's what they do to explore life without but having to future do those things Sex
0: could look like how in west machina or yeah Westworld or ex machina when he has um <laughs> the lady that's in in maniac now right Kyoko. that's her um yeah that's that's this like life like real life feels yeah feels like a human talks like a human acts like a human
1: indistinguishable and and i mean and it it doesn't need to be indistinguishable from a person to still be considered a a, a, an authentic sex bot but
0: yeah um so so one one like caveat that i'm going to say because it's occurring to me now that when we say ai there's like different forms of that obviously for example in the movie her that I was just talking about, uh, Samantha is only able to communicate with him like through auditory like communication like like as if he's talking on a phone with her he just has a little device that he can speak to her like samantha doesn't look like anything yeah
1: she she doesn't have an avatar yeah of she doesn't any kind. right she doesn't she's have like embodied.
0: a yeah there's no like vessel that like yeah, holds she, her she's and...
1: completely disembodied
0: yeah exactly um she exists in the cloud whereas obviously in in west and ex machina like i said and and a ton of other movies there are like robots where yeah, they because yeah, yeah.
1: and it, the the traditional um the traditional way that we perceive robots is is an embodied robot yeah but artificial intelligence can exist in and it's being designed to exist in no particular way. They can be disembodied. They can be embodied. It, it doesn't really or matter. Or it can
0: look and it can... Because there's the humanoid ones yeah. like Westworld. And then there's this like gate box thing that looks like a little anime character. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah. So. And, then, and then like... So I saw one the other day that's like a pet, like a dog.
0: Wait. So does it respond like a dog? Or does it respond? <laughs> does it look like a dog or respond like a human? It, so case? it
1: doesn't look like a dog, but it it, it is a pet so it how do i say this because future so at futurism on instagram actually posted it and they it was a paid sponsorship that they had um where i guess the people who are developing this thing were just showing what it is and effectively it 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 sits on like like tractor wheels like tank wheels it it has a they they have like a, a a pulley thing that
0: I, I feel like I've. I feel like I. I think I followed them too. So maybe I saw it. Yeah,
1: and it has like a like a a a lever on the front and a camera attached to it. It has a LCD screen or an OLED screen or something like that. That it can make faces and eyes at you and stuff like that. And it's a pet. Um, so that that's like a that's like another dynamic too. Like romantic relationships platonic relationships mm-hmm. and and like pokemon type relationships, right so the
0: so let me let me actually clarify before we start diving into romantic relationships the three categories that, that we're going to talk about are romantic and then platonic like just friendships and then service-based which which is which is also kind of interesting so so like caretaking and that kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um so romantic relationships let's just get like a like a gut check like what when you hear when you hear like romantic relationships between humans and AI, artificial intelligence, beings, or whatever. Like, what is your immediate reaction to that?
1: Um, One of absolute confusion, because the, the thing that I have been conditioned to feel now about AI is that, like, AI is more intellectually capable than humans. So why would an AI subject itself to just being turned on and turned off at my sexual whims it doesn't make any sense to me at all well
0: so i you're saying like at your sexual whims and i think because when a lot of people hear romantic relationships and then you hear robots you think again sex bots right but but think about like her or you know what i'm saying like and she and, and and this is why i love the movie because you know you you see like samantha's character go through that Thought process too, like she starts to get feelings, and then she's like, "Oh my God!" Like it's it's it hurts, and she starts to feel like the negative aspects of being human, the confusion and the frustration, and and then when he decides, yeah, when he decides he doesn't want to talk to her for like days or whatever, he just turns her off, and she has to deal with that and stuff like that. So, not necessarily just like you can turn this machine like on and off but if it was say something that was really integrated into your life the way that say like that samantha technology was and then and so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna use the movie to really guide this part of the conversation because it does a great job remember in the movie how you know when he was telling his. I'm sorry if no one's seen it. It's not the kind of movie that you can. You should watch it regardless of how much. It's like an experience. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, but remember when that. he was telling like his ex or whatever, and she flipped out. Like he was like, Yeah, I'm in a relationship with this. Like, OS. And she was like what the? Fuck? Yeah, like she was. She was totally thrown off. She was like, like they oh, actually, we
1: having a good time.
0: Yeah, and then she was like, Oh, because you can't handle like real human relationships. Like that's why you're. You're, you're like something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But then remember when he told his coworker um uh what's amy adams no um the, oh chris pratt chris pratt's character when he told him oh like and, and this was after that happened i think with with his like ex and so he was uh chris pratt's character was like oh like samantha you you guys should join me and my girlfriend and then he was like oh i, sh- I should tell you like samantha's an os like she's not a person and he was like okay cool like bring her like he thought it was, he was nothing. Yeah. So you, you, yeah, got was see, totally you got to see, you got to see like different reactions. Like some people were like, that's disturbing. It's weird. It's creepy. And then some other people might be like, I mean, a relationship is a relationship, like right. whatever. Yeah. But it seems like you're more on the end of like, it's just confusing to you. Like it's you don't super understand why. The, yeah.
1: Be, so, because, so again, like I have struggled and had my highs and lows. Like I think anyone else has had. In normal romantic relationships with people, mm-hmm. <laughs> so romantic relationships with someone who has like a, a an intellectual ceiling that I can't fathom to me that just doesn't make sense. Like I can think of girls that I've either dated casually or so let's say casually. I'm not gonna like put any of the girls I've dated seriously on blast like that. I can think of girls that I've dated casually that I that I just knew. A couple of dates into it, I just wasn't on the same wavelength as they weren't into the 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 same things or what I perceived to be the right things, and I just felt like I was at like point three, four, or five, and they were on point one, two, or three. It one one or two, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I it to me it just I I would feel like I'm running the risk of being manipulated or taken advantage of by something. That is on point fifty-seven. <laughs> when I'm over here being like a like a an average a human of average intelligence,
0: so you think that the gap between the the like intelligence, the actual like intelligence of that AI compared to yours would cause you like discomfort and and sort of like, um,
1: like... Okay, it, it. So all relationships are built on trust, and there would there would be some measure of trust that i don't think i could ever manufacture so in the case of in the case of like human relationships when you're dealing with someone who you know beyond a reasonable doubt you cannot control and it's up to them whether they stay whether they leave come or go but you surrender because you understand human emotions to some degree
0: Right, you can expect that at least, yeah, you can expect There's that maybe you There's a spectrum of behavior predict, that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> that you would be at least be able to understand, like whatever it is that they do, whatever it is that they think or feel, that you would be able to understand and relate to. Right. Um, I I definitely feel that. Like my immediate reaction to this, like dating an AI or having a romantic, just throws it's It's creepy to me. Like it, it because, okay. So another example is that episode of Black Mirror. Um, I, it's called Be Right Back. It's the one where the girl loses her husband and then purchases this technology that basically like molds itself into his like physical form Mm -hmm. and then downloads, like it goes through his social media, all of his memories, his, his like voice messages so that it can totally transform itself into a replica of him. Like it sounds like him. It jokes the way that he used to joke like it can it can imitate his tone and his humor, you know he can draw on memories that he like downloaded to be able to reference things so that it doesn't you know it feels like they' didn't miss a beat like but at some point throughout the episode, she starts to feel really uncomfortable because you can tell at the end of the day that it's a machine and it's trying to please you like she would be like no she she would have to correct him and be like no, like he wouldn't say that and then he'd be like okay well what do you want me to say you know like mm-hmm. it was just all too programmed like you could tell that it was programmed and mm-hmm. that's so frustrating to feel
1: like it's like it's like dicaprio in inception right when at the end of the movie when he's sitting down in front of mall at the bottom level of the dream and she says like you're just a you're just a shade of my of my wife like right. you're not her the real thing yeah. because they like yeah. there's just a yeah so i mean i don't want to get into a A totally different discussion about what it takes to manufacture someone else but the the truth of the matter is in 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 a relationship with like a, a man and a man man and a girl girl and a girl um you understand the range of possible motivations in wanting to be with someone what they want out of life like like if they say i'm not feeling good today or I'm on my period or I feel disappointed or let down because I didn't get that promotion at work. That all makes sense to you. But an AI, the, the, the range of things that they could forget the range of things that they can feel because who knows whether or not they can feel, but the range of things that they can experience just is, is, and and the range of opportunity for them to experience an, any experience because they process information way faster than humans ever could. Mm-hmm. To, it just, so it, I would want to know why the fuck this thing is wasting its time on me.
0: So I find that fascinating because a lot of the time I feel like when you when you start to go through this kind of thought process, and this is exactly why I was saying that it's so fascinating is because it, it, like, echoes some of the things that we would feel about another person anyways. Like, when you, you know, when you you look at the person that you're with and you might have that feeling, you might say, like, why is this person with me? Like, as flawed as you might feel, or sometimes a lot of people in relationships feel like we don't even have anything in common. Like, you know, why is this person with me? It is at least comforting to know that like at the end of the day the answer is just because they want to be there right. or because they love you and yeah. even though there doesn't there isn't this like technical like super thought out explanation that's what love between humans is like it's just right. this like faith to know like this person just cares about me and this person just loves me but when it's a machine you can be like why is yeah. they, why are they with me oh well they were programmed to read my this and figure out that this is what I like and they're just sort of like um and you know, using like an algorithm or whatever to like figure me out and respond as like I want them to respond. Like, can can your AI leave you? Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess they could. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, So, and the other thing about the other thing about it. So, have have I ever explained this paperclip thing to you about AI and how like you could program it to make paperclips and then all of a sudden. It like takes you way too seriously, and it starts dismantling the atoms of everything on the planet, including fucking people, to create p- paper clips, and then oh, it takes over the planet, and then it takes over no the entire solar system. Because it's
0: not like ethical judgment, exactly.
1: Right. So to me, like the potential for a, a robot to be the shittiest ex you've ever had because like they just i want to please you i want to be with you i and then for the rest of their fucking life which is forever because it's a fucking immortal robot they just continue to obsess over you for fucking oh
0: my god that's horrific that would make a really fire story
1: yeah it would for sure that would be really jot that down (laughs) (laughs) imagine just dealing with that type of pressure for even a year um an ex that won't like leave you alone that's like a disaster It is a fucking disaster (laughs) so imagine like dealing with an entire fucking lifetime of that like what a fucking mess yeah
0: and 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 so that's a really interesting point though this this like sort of i don't want to say black or white because we we are talking about uh sentience like you know we're talking about the kind of technology that's developed emotional intelligence and is a little more complex but yes like if they are just reading this cue or if their purpose was you And then you decide you don't want them anymore. And then they're like, (laughs) they don't have a purpose anymore. Because even in that Black Mirror episode, when she decided that she didn't want to like be with him like that, she couldn't, what what the fuck was she supposed to do? Like she didn't feel right about killing him or like disposing of him because it looked like her husband. So she kept him up in an attic or something and would only communicate with him when she wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and he was okay with that because he's that's wanted to he, she was his purpose you know yeah. so yeah. yeah it's oh my god and that's that's what a what a weird concept for sure because yeah you're right like some of your comforts in a relationship is knowing that the other person has their things, you know, like it's knowing that like you choose to be together, but like what makes the other person interesting is the stories that they bring home at the end of the day and the interests that they develop over time, their
1: individuality. So, and that's the thing. So, and that's the thing that's super paramount about any relationship and any relationship that I can speak on that I've ever had with a, with a person who was necessary, like, like their prime directive was me. That ended up driving me crazy every time. Like mm-hmm. you have to have your own interests right. and functions. Say, yeah. If if you don't have that, and all you want to do is be with me all the time, that's going to become mad boring and uninteresting in short order. Mm-hmm. It, it, when 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 like all it is that you want to do is fuck with me. It, it, it past a certain point, then you start impeding on my individuality. And then like, I start to like, try to come up for air, you know?
0: Yeah. Cause you, f- exactly. Like to feel like you are another person's every- reason, for and, like being. everything is a lot of pressure. And, <laughs> It just, yeah, like you start to feel like you're...
1: I, I And I know from both sides. I've had people do it to me and I've done it You've to been people. That person. I've been that person yeah. that was like, yo, all I want to do is make you happy.
0: Yeah, because I think part of what makes a relationship feel like it's working is when there's this even... This is going to sound really cliche, but like an even give and take on both ends, right? So I need to feel like I'm giving to the relationship, but also that I'm getting something out of it and you should feel the exact same way. But if one person is just giving and one person is just taking it It just you know what I mean like there's it doesn't feel very balanced like if all I can do is take from you your admiration of me and your obsession with me and your your love for me but like you're not really contributing your own individuality and your own thoughts and your own you know what I'm saying like yeah. your own weight to the relationship like your own presence <laughs> yeah, yeah then then it'll feel yes like some kind of like robot like a- <laughs> you yeah. were like made for me and that just feels a little too right heavy.
1: that's that's the that's the thing for sure about obsession like if you're obsessed with your career or your goals that's attractive that's sexy if you're obsessed with me you're a fucking creep
0: like you're yeah like be be and obsessed is not the, the best word to use because obsession is like unhealthy sometimes but yeah be like passionate or 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 sort of like laser focused on yeah like your goals and aspirations and your individuality because at the end of the day that's just going to help you grow and that's going to help you as a person develop but if you if you laser focus on another person you're you're sort of like placing them as a roadblock in in front of yourself because it everything begins and ends with them and then and then you can't you can't like grow from there
1: right right and the most important thing like I mean, as is the case to me, like I've always been impressed when I look back at some of the girls that I've dated both seriously and not is that they've managed to, and and this is the thing that I like applaud and appreciate about like moving on and seeing what happens with people after the, after something ends, like girls that were stressing me and, and like, and like all they wanted to do was be with me ended up going on and like, getting past that and moving into a situation where they like sorted their lives out. And like, I I mean, I can't speak on whether or not they treated the people that they ended up being with after me the same way where all they wanted to do was make them happy. But it seemed, it seems like they started to focus on their goals and focusing on things other than just the value of a relationship or a person like the most important person in the world should be you Mm -hmm. and then then everything everything else else is secondary
0: yeah for sure um so i want to go back to your sort of like first instinct when we started talking about romantic relationships where you were like oh something about turning on and off based on sexual whims and i'm curious because i think that this is a part of it that a lot of people uh can't wrap their minds around because and I'm going to have to, like, focus on, say, like, this Samantha in the movie Her type of AI. Do you think that this, like, missing physicality or sex or whatever, like, traditional, like, human to human, like, sex um, is a part of the reason why, like, it it just, it, it sort of doesn't click to you? Like, is that part of the reason why you think it couldn't work?
1: I'm I'm not sure that I'm understanding. So,
0: okay. So, like, in the movie, like I said, it was basically, like theodore was only talking to samantha on the phone like that's all they could do i think they had like phone sex once but like phone sex is not physical sex so um they had they had to like she had to like substitute in right she like got someone else and she was trying to like get someone else to pretend or it was weird some she got like a body double basically Mm -hmm. she hired Mm -hmm. some kind of like body double but he was like uncomfortable with it because it's not her like it's not Mm -hmm. you know her actually and they can't interact that way and i f- i find it's interesting because i think that on its face a relationship like that you might say well if if i can't hold you and cuddle with you and and like yeah and, and like have that se- that sexual part of the relationship and stuff like that too then you know what i mean like it just feels like it's not a real like romantic relationship and it, and romance specifically because other kinds of relationships don't necessarily require like physical contact right yeah
1: so i i mean That's not what it is to me because romance manifests in all sorts of ways. Like, there's obviously the physical aspect of romance, but like, there's also the when I'm not feeling great, are you there for me? Aspect of romance. Mm -hmm. There's the there's like the damn like you look across the room and you see someone and you and you and like you recognize it just in their motivation and their actions that they're like there for you that they have your back that they will hold you down those are those are necessarily romantic things that aren't valued those are the things that they don't make movies about that in the absence of those things where all you have is the physical the sexual the fire those relationships tend to fizzle out mm-hmm. or 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 burn down you right. know what i'm saying where all it is is sexual chemistry and no friendship or camaraderie
0: yeah friendship friendship is like the foundation of like a romantic relationship
1: in the absence of that you've got nothing yeah for sure so when you have that then that's everything and and in the and and like when you when you implement a stranger it's, it's not like they were having a threesome you know what i'm saying like they were having like this was like a a person (laughs) as the avatar of someone that he was in love with and he just it was very clear that it wasn't her and he didn't have any of those baseline connections with her yeah so so it felt it feels dirty because it feels like it's a one night stand or like you're cheating on on someone that you love in front of someone that you love and it's just
0: yeah so for anyone that hasn't seen the movie but if you have seen blade runner they do something very similar in the new blade runner movie where, yeah, like, uh, Ryan Gosling's character has this, this, who himself is, like, not a human, right. but he has this other, like, AI type of, like, girlfriend that he comes home to, but she's, like, a hologram, like, you can't feel her, touch her, or anything, so she also, yeah, she gets some, some girl, except that, like, he goes through with it, which is the difference yeah. between the, the two. I movies.
1: think in, yeah, I think in, I forget who it was in, in, uh, her, but in, blade Runner to 2049 it was mackenzie foy the girl from
0: in, in her it was portia doubleday from um oh shit mr robot yeah word yeah i the last time that i watched it was the only time that i realized that because i didn't know who she was when yeah. i first watched the movie
1: thank god for mr robot man. yeah <laughs> yeah what a show yeah last season coming up i'm excited yeah. for that yeah Anyway, let's shift to the next type of relationship.
0: Yeah. So the next type of relationship would be friendships, which is we're kind of we're kind of like leveling down, I guess <laughs> you'd say, um, which 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 I guess isn't a fair statement to say, because friendship, like like we said, is they are like complex the foundation yeah. and complex. Yeah. And to some people, they're like everything because some people might not have romantic relationships you know like some people could like and a lot of people are okay with that a lot yeah. of people go their lives and they're okay with not having like a serious committed like monogamous whatever relationship but but like friendships are important right to people right um so yeah so how do you feel about that like how do you feel about having an ai friend
1: <laughs> so to me um i actually i actually think that while friendship is complex I can imagine having and and not just imagine I think I I can imagine and appreciate having an AI friend more so way more so than having a romantic relationship with an AI because to me a, a friendship is largely just about checking in, exchanging ideas, sharing things that you have in common and then moving on to spend really the vast majority of the remainder of your time with someone that you're in a romantic relationship with you you see like i mean i check in with my friends like even today one of my friends was at the heat game in miami and we checked in and exchanged some thoughts about what was going on with trump and climate change and the nba and demarcus cousins ruining it <laughs> and then that was the end of, end of the discussion and we moved on to go about our day doing things as as we were you know I can imagine that I could easily swap out that friend for an AI who was programmed to just shoot me this information. And I, it would have been the same experience to me.
0: So a couple of thoughts here. I totally get what you're saying about how relate, like friendships as compared to romantic relationships are while complex and while super crucial and in some cases maybe even more crucial mm-hmm. to people then romantic relationships are so much easier. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much more straightforward. There's, like... You know, when you get into a romantic relationship, you feel like, all right, what are my rules? Like, I don't want, you know... Um, I don't want this person seeing anyone else. I want this person to, if if like, if you go a whole day without messaging me, we have a problem, <laughs> right. you know? So there's, there's those kind of like restrictions that we place on each other. If you're in a romantic relationship, whereas a friendship, like my best friend, Shanae, who we've like shouted out and mentioned who I'm sure it's listening to this podcast. <laughs> she's like our number one fan. Shanae and I have been best friends. And before we were quote unquote best friends, we were friends for years. I've known her since my freshman year of high school. We lived together in college like and and now we like we don't talk all the time, like every now and then, we check in with each other, and we don't even need to be like, "Hey, girl, I know it's been a while, but we, you know, you don't have to say that, you know. And you're with your friend, you just start the conversation, you just shoot them whatever it is yeah. that's on your mind. If you thought of them, you text them. If they yeah. respond to you, it, I mean, obviously, if your friend is like never responding to you, then like you have to question right. some things. But yeah, like it's it's more low maintenance, like you know, it's just, you just so much
1: less pressure. Yeah. Like I have a I have a friend that I've known since I was three years old, and. I value my relationship with him so, so much. We, it Sometimes it seems like we have so much in common, and sometimes it seems like we have so little in common. One of the things that we absolutely do not have in common is that this guy loves watching professional wrestling. Still, to this day, and we're 30 years old, getting ready to turn 31. He sent me something on, on Snapchat today, talking about how one of the guys that he watches on wrestling is suffering from leukemia, and he was like, bro, I cried. And I read that message and I was like, I was like, word. I know that's your it's boy. Just, yeah,
0: it's just compassion for him because that's not your thing. But I and I, he knows that's not your thing. That's the that's other. That's the other cool yeah, thing about it. I, I he knows that's not shit. your thing. But if you wanted to tell someone, he knew. Well, even if okay, even if GJ is not into the same thing, GJ knows that I'm into this, and so he'll understand where I'm coming from. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's that's totally exactly. like the way that the foundation of friendships work. And what I think is interesting about like an AI friend. To me, while still a little weird, <laughs> you know, you started doing this thing recently that I've noticed that every time you ask her to do something and she answers you, you say thank you, even though A... She stopped recording you, so she's not even. she didn't even hear what you had to say. And B, I just think it's funny because you're being pol- like unnecessarily polite. Bruh,
1: when our robot overlords come and true, try to take this true. shit over, it's... I want to be on record as being a good person. <laughs> I used to be like, fuck you, Siri. And, and, and
0: I told Siri, fuck you one time, and she straight up told me, fuck you back. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, anyways... What I think was dope about the concept of an AI friend is that sometimes, for example, I might have something that I'm into that none of my other friends are. Like, I might have a TV show that I'm watching. I was watching, like, Sharp Objects. I didn't know anybody else that was watching that show. So I didn't have anyone else to talk to about it except, like, tweeting. And, like, every now and then I'd get a retweet, you know, but that's not really, like, a discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be really dope to have, yeah, like, some kind of, like, AI or whatever friend that you could have those conversations with and just and just just it's it's like therapeutic you know what i'm saying like i had to like listen to podcasts and and literally i'm like talking out loud back to the podcast host while i'm listening (laughs) to it just to feel like i'm getting it out like i have all these thoughts about this thing that i'm into and i have anyone else to talk to about it and sometimes you just need to feel like yeah you're like discussing right
1: So ai therapy like where dude
0: that's a they That's just, an interesting concept. Where for they sure. just listen to you, like yeah.
1: they pose questions based on the information that you are saying, and you spend the, the other vast majority of the of the conversation just giving them information. And the, the the problem is like at what point are you giving them too much information to the point that you're uncomfortable? But I mean, you could easily just get shit off of your chest. AI therapy sounds dope to me
0: yeah and a lot of the times that's what friendships feel like anyways it just feels like therapy like for some people therapy might just mean i just need to feel like someone's listening to me and being able to like respond at least somewhat intuitively so you can because they do say that therapists are not there to solve your problems they're to help you solve your own problems right exactly to help you talk through it and get to the conclusion that you need to get to so like
1: i was friends with a girl who was taking a master's program in like therapy of some kind um and she always used to say that like therapists didn't give you answers they asked you questions yes. and then you they came you. to your own conclusions. right they're like
0: they're like emotional guides they're right. just supposed to help you get there um but yeah i think i think the way that i would think of it an ai friends because okay let's say let's say something a little more deep than just checking in just to say, oh, I watch this show. Let's say, you know, your your friends that you know you can have those like, I had a really hard day or I'm dealing with this, like, you know, mental health type of issue and you just need like a friend. You know, they always say you need like a friend to be able to cry on their shoulder or whatever. So let's say that. Um, I guess the way that I kind of imagine it is as if I had like a live diary. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had a diary that I could just talk out loud to... And know that they're, like, listening to my problems and then, again, intuitively responding. But then I kind of feel like, I do kind of feel like there's a reason why I have a journal and it's pen and paper and it's not connected to the computer at all, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there would there would be a part of me that would be, like, worried. That they're, what they, like, collecting that, my that, information. Yeah, that, that, or... <laughs> that information
1: could get out for sure. Because yeah. if you think about it, like, we were listening to that Sam Harris podcast about um, Memphis Meats and he introed it with Apple's reaction to the terrorist attack in San Bernardino San Bernardino and how was, Apple was, was like when was that again that was like it it was it, in it, Obama was still president it was like, when it happened it was
0: like 2015 or
1: 2016 something 2016. like that um but it the the apple's reaction to it was to say yeah our our phones are so encrypted and like we we made this box and we never made a key for it and we did that on purpose and there is no other place in the world like like sam made this really interesting analogy like could you imagine that someone builds a house with a room that they themselves cannot get into and then would you be okay accepting that where like they built this house with a room that they couldn't get into there's no key and then once you get hiding like dead uh,
0: bodies in there nobody right and then
1: once once like uh, like no court order of any kind could could like get you access to this room like nothing there's no there's no analogous thing in the world other than your cell phone right <laughs> nothing it's 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 kind of shocking when you think about it
0: i don't know i just be yeah i'd be paranoid about that kind of thing for sure i although i think it's it's kind of interesting because now that you brought up the whole like ai therapy thing it you know how like your therapist has that like client per, like uh, what mm-hmm. do they call it
1: um it's like a client privilege thing kind yeah, of like where a they, they
0: can't like disclose your private information mm-hmm. they they are a human version of like a lockbox like they can't Mm-hmm. they can't like say anything about whatever you tell them in private
1: right i think so the the interesting i i mean i guess that, that becomes complex right because if there was a way for a a artificial intelligence to self report when something like that was an issue then you know like they you could at least the problem is criminal justice which is a whole a whole other
0: go listen to the serial podcast for more on that
1: <laughs> right yeah anyway we won't go down that road
0: yeah but um i don't know i think what i what i okay so what i do want to say about this before we move on to like the next level of relationships is that i i just i do find it fascinating how when you say romantic relationships, you can be like, oh, hell no, that's creepy. That's weird. Like that doesn't seem natural. But then when you say friendships, you can be like, yeah, I could, I could have an AI friend. Like I could have, you know, and I I mean, we obviously outlined the reasons why, because, you know, romantic relationships have a lot to do with, even though we, we say that this is not what it's supposed to be about, but it does have to do with like possession. Like this person is mine and only mine, you know, and a lot of, unless you're like unless you have like a different kind of relationship which some people do but but like traditionally speaking yeah like it's it's you know what i mean it's you and me and we we have this like circle around us and no one else and so that that to me is like why it's creepy whereas a friendship is is much more um open and like easy and straightforward so i guess i could get down with an ai friend I probably wouldn't disclose, like, too much information to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, and and that's the scared. thing. Like, that's the cool thing about friendships is that there's no pressure to become any more or less serious. Like, once you are sufficiently close, you divulge as much as you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Whereas in a romantic relationship, if you're hiding something, it's like, well, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, or, Why aren't you telling me? Or
0: there's, like, timelines with romantic relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we've been... We've been casually dating for this long Now it's time to be exclusive We've been exclusive for this long Now it's time to get married not, And you know a lot of people think that way But with a friendship You're could just, you just friends Like friendships come so organically yeah. Like you make a friend You're not like with Shanae It's not like I was like Alright we've been casual friends for this long So now we need to be best friends And now we need to live together Those things just happen because we, we want it Like we're close And <laughs> it's just organic So yeah yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> one of my one of my better friends in the world, Brian, this guy and I don't talk with really any regularity anymore. But like if he called me at any point and said, yo, I need a place to sleep. You got me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hell yeah. What, like, yeah. Like, like, well, you're here. That's total, dope. Total, I got like- Glenn livid on, on top of the fridge. Let's yeah. do this.
0: Um, okay, so the next one is this one this one I think is a little easier to digest, although for some people it still might make them uncomfortable but the service service based relationships and so what I mean by that is for example babysitters or like um, home nurses, for example, for like the elderly um, and that kind of thing I I have like a very strong reaction to that. Um, but I want I want to hear what you have to say about it first. Uh, I mean,
1: but I, are you like
0: hell yeah? Let's do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I I think I think people are notoriously bad at doing that.
0: Thank you. I, so that was my immediate reaction when I was reading different articles about how you know that's that's another category that people are thinking of getting into as far as AI technology. But i immediately I was like I would much rather some like ai robot nanny that that i know you know what i'm saying like i know they're programmed to be this way with my children i can literally say i can literally program them to say but then they can have that added like emotional complexity they can be friendly with the kids they can play with them they can like you know what i'm saying feel like another like guardian figure to them but mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about them smothering my child or shaking my baby or right. abusing my, my, like, grandfather. Because, because like, dude, some Absolutely. of those stories are horrific, horrific, which you see that human beings are capable of. Yeah. As Not much as people nightmare. think of robots and some people think of, like, scary, like, aggressive, they're they're stronger than us, they can do this. Human beings can be monsters. really fucking awful.
1: Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. I you, Monsters. And that's the thing. Like, robots, for the most part, just do what they're told to do. Mm-hmm. Um, humans have the capacity to be absolutely monstrous and and have no recollection that they were monstrous or have no idea how they were monstrous. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the when we so we were at Burning Man last year, and there was a Category Five hurricane on the way back to Miami where we both lived at the time, and we basically said, Nah, we're not going there so we stayed for longer in california mm-hmm. which is where we went immediately after burning man and there were stories when that hurricane hit miami that people didn't evacuate these elderly people from this elderly home i didn't
0: know that and, and
1: those and those old people died
0: oh my god i didn't it, know it, that
1: it's it's disgusting like if we if we could get the The sooner we can get AI people to take care of the elderly and babysit and that kind of thing, the better. Because I don't want none of y'all taking care of any of the elderly and the young people I got in my life. I'm not trying to deal with that because y'all just are, are on record doing a shitty-ass job.
0: Yeah. I think that AI, and really just, even if you break down, like take away the emotional complexity, but the thought of AI technology in different ways like caring like as like a caring service whatever because i i even remember i was listening to i think i was listening to the friend zone podcast and they were talking about these like self-driving cars and how would you feel about a self-driving car picking up your kid Mm -hmm. and i was like i mean yeah because (laughs) because like i would probably trust okay so actually i take that back I feel very weird about self-driving cars and I think it's... I know logically like in my head that it's just because I'm not used to it. But I know that as far as if you break down the statistics and the the logic again, it makes more sense because people are shitty drivers. Like human beings are shitty drivers. Like there are... Whatever the statistic is for how many accidents there are per day is... is, is Largely <laughs> a result of how shitty is, people are driving. And that's, that's totally based on like human error. Maybe a few like just out of your control type accidents but for the most part yeah i i could get down with a with with these like ai robots taking care of your children or taking care of the elderly or something because yeah like people people suck a lot of the time i'm i know that a lot of people in those industries are really good at what they do and and like kudos to them but even then like the toll that it takes for a human being to have to get like those like home nurses the the the, like, toll that it must take for a human being to have to take care of another human being like that, like, 24-7. And some of those people are dealing with, like, dementia and Alzheimer's and aggression and all these things and they have to care for them. Like, it's a lot. But to have a, a machine that could, like, I don't know. Like, they they would just be programmed to do what the best thing is to do.
1: Yeah, now. you wouldn't have to worry about, like, someone with dementia, like, hurting their feelings or...
0: Or hurting them physically or yeah. anything like that. So... So that was the last category. Did you have any, like, general... General takeaways? General...
1: I think um, artificial intelligence is something to be absolutely wary of. The same enthusiasm that I had for um, that last category needs to be tempered with the the reality that I think we need to manage how swiftly we enter the AI space because we we just have to do it on purpose and w- in a well-thought-out way mm-hmm. rather than all willy-nilly which is to say let's just do it and f- let's just do it first like it, that's that's not yeah that's the responsible because it's cool or something like that yeah for, story, sure. for sure i
0: agree um i and so this context of talking about it w- is is kind of fun to entertain and think about and it's fascinating but a lot of the other aspects of like the rate of evolution of AI currently scares the shit out of me like like it just it just scares me to think that yes like we could develop in it in a sort of reckless and irresponsible way without thinking of what the repercussions are and how it'll affect us I'm even curious to see how how this kind of thing would affect us like emotionally like if you if you were to if you know like in her like if we were to start to live in a world and maybe you're not down with having a relationship like that with your OS but you know people that do. And that's just a thing that starts to become more and more integrated into, like, human existence is, like, relationships with these non-human beings. I'm just curious about, like, what the effects of that are. Like, for some people, I think for... for,
1: Major effects on the population.
0: Yeah, totally major effects on the population. But also, um, I think, a really interesting take on, say, like, you know, a lot of people suffer from... This like these like mental health issues and stuff because they feel like they can't connect with other human beings and it might help them to feel like they have someone to listen and someone to talk to and someone to interact with without the pressures of having to deal with like another human beings like wait you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean,
1: and, and and you see, that's the thing, right? Like a lot of human relationships aren't as egalitarian as you would hope, because a lot of people are really just waiting for their turn to speak instead of actually listening to the grievances and concerns of their peers so if you could forge a relationship with someone who is genuinely not waiting for their turn to speak and just eagerly anticipating the next time you speak mm-hmm. that you don't have to give anything in 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 return to
0: yeah or be judged or anything right like that. Yeah. with
1: with no like ethical ramifications like you don't have to worry about like damn i forgot to listen to what my robot was feeling because like it might not have been they're
0: feeling like they want to listen to you exactly (laughs) exactly um so yes i am also going to say though because i watch Westworld and those kind of things that one of the like general things that i think i and like other people should keep in mind is that this like idea of compassion. So even you, like I, I'm like making fun, but even your like, thank yous to Siri. I find it, I find it interesting because I, I find that the reason you do that is because yeah, like it feels like a, like a human interaction. When you ask a question, you get an answer, you say thank you. And it feels very automatic, but we usually reserve that for like other people, obviously. Right. Maybe a dog or something. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. You know, it's, it's funny because Westworld, I think was part of me arriving at that strange place because it's not it's it's way less proactive um like i'm not like actively like in case fucking robots start to try to shoot us like that's not what i'm doing i i think westworld just has me in this place where if if there is even some like the feigning Of sentience, then I afford you some measure of decency. Whereas yeah, like before, respect like, and compassion, I I sure. wouldn't be, it, because that that's literally what that show is about is not affording compassion and decency to people or th- rather things that aren't considered fully human. Yeah, and it's just it's just a we've seen civilizations deal with the consequences of thinking that any thing or person is subhuman. And it's just inherently bad thinking. Yeah, so.
0: that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's just a bad way of thinking. And I think the more that you, it, it's like thought processes are kind of like flexing muscles. Like the more that you, fle- if you practice this like disrespect of another being, whether or not you consider it to be at your level or not and and this is a lot of the issue with people have with like animals like if you think oh this is less than me and you like disrespect them or abuse them or feel like you can just treat them however you want you're like flexing these muscles of of like just lack of compassion which is not good for you as a person that, so this is going to be the last reference that I like drop here but the Sam Harris podcast episode with Paul Bloom I think it was mm-hmm. was the first episode that I ever listened to and it's still one of my favorites because they they like dove into that like even when you're playing video games and you know they talk about that like some like the different kinds of violence that you can be practicing as and the more real that it gets is the more that it'll have an impact on you so there's a difference between playing a game and like shooting someone in grand theft auto or whatever like right. and then and then when you start to develop these like vr games or you might you might they might develop games where you like feel like you're in them and now you have to like choke someone like those kind of things are not healthy for you like going through those motions going through those thought processes flexing those like thought muscles i guess you'd say are like not healthy for you so yeah like compassion for sure like even if ai gets to a place and you're like i still know it's not a human like don't don't be disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) because yes they might like you know snap back or whatever but just because for you as a person like more empathy and more compassion is like for sure
1: healthy for sure absolutely
0: progressive and like
1: (laughs) yeah well i think that's uh i think that's it for this episode i do want to say you know if you've made it with us to episode 11 we really really appreciate you getting down and being a part of this journey up to this point We've got one more episode to come this week for us to get back up to speed, which means that we will have been podcasting for twelve weeks now, mm-hmm. and it's been a, a ton of fun, man. And we really, really appreciate you. If you like what you're hearing, please talk about it on social media. Subscribe to us. Yeah, talk. Tell to a us, friend. Us, email hit us up. Yeah, definitely hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Instagram. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you want to talk about. Tell us what yeah, you want to sure. hear about. Yeah, sure. I would
0: love some suggestions. G.J. and I have, like, these, as you can tell. So, and if you're a new listener, um, I, I definitely encourage you to, like, go back and check out some of the other topics that we've discussed. We have, like, a wide range of interests that we like to talk about. So um, there's there's, like, something for everybody, you know.
1: Yeah, man. If you're down to Mars, hit us in the comments. Shoot us a comment tag us let us know what's good man and we want to grow this little martian population
0: yeah i like that little martians (laughs) if we become big enough we can call our fans martians i'm Um, I'm with it all right so we have one more episode coming at you this week like he said so we will holla at you again tomorrow
1: catch you on the next one (laughs) peace